Welcome to the Hoosier Report with Matt Dennison. It's Indiana. Watford for the win! Yes! Yes! Your daily home for complete coverage of the Indiana Hoosiers and sports from a Southern Indiana perspective. Welcome to Indiana basketball. Smart takes the shot! And the Hoosiers with three seconds. Go ahead. Indiana wins the championship. Keith Smart is the hero. When my time on earth is gone and my activities here are past i want they bury me upside down and my critics can kiss my now here's your host matt dennison it's indiana what i feel is the pinnacle the absolute pinnacle of all of college basketball And hello, welcome in. Friday edition of the program, headed into a big weekend, IU football and Penn State on Saturday. And IU men's basketball opens the exhibition season with a scrimmage game against Indianapolis on Sunday. And Mike Woodson, just on the podium a little earlier this morning, uh, he says that McKenzie Mbaco's situation has been dealt with and they must move forward, and that he will play on Sunday in the exhibition game. So more on that coming up a little bit later in the hour today. Let's look at the show lineup, a service of Honeybaked Tam in New Albany. Segment one, instead of our headlines today, we get a very unique guest and a good guy joining us. His name is Timbert Tucker, and he's a big pickleball guy. In fact, he's the organizer of the IU Pickleball Club team that you might have remember uh, we mentioned on this show. They won the Michigan Regional, and they are preparing for the Collegiate National Cup coming up in November. And Timber is actually bringing his team and some of his better players down to our area this weekend for a pickleball clinic. So we're going to talk pickleball, which if you listen to this show, you know I love the sport of pickleball. Uh, We're going to talk IU pickleball and the Michigan Regional Championship and, of course, the College Cup that's ahead, the National Cup for this Indiana team. Kind of an interesting story about how all this came together and how Indiana really has surged in the sport of pickleball as far as a club sport goes. So Timber Tucker will be with us in the first segment to talk a little pickleball today. Later in the show, Dylan Wallace joins us. Dylan is the former sports editor at the Seymour News and Tribune and uh, still with us as a great friend of this show. We'll preview IU Penn State football. We'll look ahead to the IU exhibition game. More on McKenzie Mbaco and his off-the-court situation. And Derek Queen, big class of 2024 target for the Hoosiers. Despite conflicting reports, he is not going to make his decision today. So we'll update Queen in that uh, scenario as well with Dylan when he's with us today. Finally, in our Friday show, Kyle Neddenrip of the Indianapolis Star will join us. With Kyle, we'll talk the latest in high school football. Four teams left in our Clark and Floyd County area that will play in sectional semifinal games tonight. And we'll talk about some of those games. We'll talk about football postseason from a statewide perspective and a lot more coming up with Kyle later in the hour today. That's the lineup, a service of Honey Baked Ham in New Albany. Why not try Honey Baked Ham today for a delicious lunch? They've got great sandwiches, salads, and soups that are made fresh daily, and they will surely satisfy any craving you may have. You might even find something else to take home. 
as they have a variety of dinner packages. Give Honey Baked Ham in New Albany a try. I think you'll be glad that you did. Thornton's text line is open. That number, 502-414-1450. Again, 502-414-1450. Maybe you've got a question on pickleball uh, for Coach Tucker. Uh, you could send that in. You've got something on IU football, the tough and big game coming up against Penn State uh, on Saturday. Or maybe you want to talk IU basketball. I know everybody excited to see this team together as a unit on the floor against Indianapolis, albeit an exhibition game against a lower-level opponent. Uh, 502-414-1450. Again, 502-414-1450. If you're looking for an icy cold thirst quencher to keep your day going in the right direction, right now at Thornton's, all 32-ounce fountain drinks and smaller are only 89 cents. You heard it right, only 89 cents. So come in today and grab a fountain drink from Thornton's. And again, 502-414-1450 is the Thornton's text line. Our first guest, Timber Tucker, who is the organizer, the advisor of the IU pickleball team that won the Michigan Regional and brought a lot of pride to Bloomington from a pickleball perspective. Timber, it's great to have you with us, and congratulations on the team's recent successes. Well, thank you so much. I'm happy to be here. Absolutely. Uh, I did not know anything about IU or college pickleball, even at the club level, until I think a texter on this show on our Thornton's text line sent in the results and your success up at the Michigan Regional. So I guess first and foremost, kind of set this up for us. I know you've been involved in Bloomington area pickleball for a long time, but how did the club team come about? How's it been accepted by the university? And tell us about this success you guys are having in the tournament. Well, it kind of started last year. Uh, there was a student named Sam Tucker out of Fort Wayne, and he knew that I was part of the Bloomington Pickleball Club. I'm on the board of the club, and he also had found out from someone I'm a big IG guy. So he contacted me and said, hey, I want to set up a club. Now, this is a social club. And so he kind of guided me through that process last year. So the club went from um, about, well, went from zero students at the fall of last year over 600 right 
great stuff. Timber Tucker with the IU Pickleball Club team joining us. Now, you had great success at the Michigan Regional. Talk a little more about that, some of the teams, the other universities and colleges that have teams that you maybe played and, and I think defeated at the Michigan Regional. And then as a side note to that, in one of our first conversations, you told me that Utah Tech is the leader in collegiate pickleball. So tell us more about both of those things. Sure. Uh, well, we're in a Michigan regional. There were a lot of Midwest teams there. There were a lot of Big Ten teams. Uh, it was our first time there. We didn't know what to expect. One of the cool things about pickleball, even with big rivals, even, you know, Purdue was there. It's a very friendly, legal attitude. I mean, I was out getting some equipment out of my car. Uh, my, my players were already inside. Purdue band rolled up. They came over and they, you know, booed me for fun. But then uh, we all got to laugh. stuff talking with timber tucker about iu pickleball club team they're headed to the duper collegiate national cup coming up in the middle of november and i know we have a lot of people listening that have been bitten by the pickleball bug so there's going to be a way to help this iu pickleball team we'll get to that here in just a moment but timber you have played and now organized pickleball for many years primarily in the bloomington area but beyond that as well um Talk about the sport in general, maybe for somebody that's not a regular player, somebody that's interested in learning more about the rules, or maybe somebody that thinks, you know, my athletic days are behind me with pickleball. Maybe they're not. Yeah, absolutely. It's very interesting. I've been around sports for nearly 30 years, and I've never seen anything like pickleball. I've never seen anything exploded fast. And a lot of it is, Don't have a record for that. We've got a, a woman that's coming into our competitive. 
interesting stuff. Talking pickleball today with Timber Tucker from the IU Pickleball Club. Um, you mentioned COVID, and it kind of hit at the perfect time, but I was amazing to learn when I got bitten by the pickleball bug that in researching it and looking at the rules and where it got started and how it's organized in different parts of the country and how some areas maybe it's not as organized, it's been around. It's a game that's been around, was invented many, many years ago. Yeah, the year I was born, stuff timber tucker my guest today timber this team talk about your role as the organizer the advisor i know a lot of your players call you coach and that's what i've taken up as well but how can a listener somebody that's a pickleball enthusiast an iu alum somebody that really thinks this is great because there isn't a big budget as you mentioned there isn't the funding to pay for all this stuff how can someone help support you for your upcoming trip to the duper nationals well yeah the first the first we will be a stuff givebutter.com which is a donation platform again givebutter.com slash iu underscore pickleball we'll tweet that out and share it on some of our social media as well and remind people of it throughout the show today if you want to help a great cause associated with indiana university and a great growing sport the fastest growing sport in american pickleball you can do so and Timber, you and I got connected, believe it or not, through this show. And, of course, my day job is superintendent of parks for Floyd County Parks and Recreation. And we have had just an unbelievable amount of interest in pickleball programming, whether it be Pickleball 101, very cheap lessons, ladder leagues, uh, glow pickleball, which is kind of a fun social thing uh, for sure, uh, all sorts of different pickleball opportunities. And we've run wild with it. And when we connected, um, we get a lot of players that, you know, they're that 3.5, 4.0 player right in the middle, the intermediate level, as you mentioned, you are. They want to know how to get better. How can they maybe try to take their game to the next level? 
And so your players and yourself are coming down Sunday to New Albany to run what we've called Floyd County Parks and Recreation Level Up Pickleball Clinic with the IU Pickleball Club. And this just underscores, Timber, everything that you and I have talked about here in this segment. We put the clinic sign up out, the Parks Department did, Friday afternoon last week. And it sold out within 24, 28 hours of when it was initially put out. 30 players interested, uh, all paid, signed up, ready to go learn from you guys. And a portion of that proceeds will go to the IU Pickleball Club to help them with their fundraising journey to get to the Duper Cup. But uh, excited to have you guys down, um, excited to learn more about pickleball and see some of your great players in action. And it's just amazing how quickly that sold out. That just underscores what the interest is right now. Absolutely. We're bringing down, uh, the two players I'm bringing down are our team captains. They're our top players, uh, Carter, Wittendorf, and Betty Sassbar. And uh, I didn't say this, but the director of the, uh, the Duper group, the Duper National, he's been to all of the regionals. Like I said, we have 11 out of 12. And he was watching them. He said, that is the best mixed double team we've seen all year. So you're going to get to play, you're going to get to learn from and maybe play some points again against potentially the best collegiate mixed double team. Wow, that's great. What will be some of the things you'll be going over with people that signed up for the clinic uh, that uh, are middle-range players that are looking to get better? Well, you know, it's funny. We put together a curriculum last week and sat down, and, and I, I asked them that very thing. And so what I said was, what would you guys do to help me get better? And they said, oh, my gosh, this is so much.
great stuff. Timber Tucker, organizer of the IU Bloomington and the uh, Nash, the uh, Pickleball Club team there that will head to the Duper National Team Championship. They won the Michigan Regional back at the start of this month. Uh, he mentioned beating uh, Big Ten rivals Iowa and Ohio State. And now they're headed to the Nationals November 16th through the 19th. And again, they'll make a stop down in New Albany on Sunday. We're scheduled to be out at Sam Peden Community Park, right in the heart of New Albany, uh, for that clinic. If you want to ride by, you sold out. There's no opportunity to participate, but you could always come by as a spectator. Watch, maybe you'll come by with a donation for the IU Pickleball Club team. If weather is an issue, we will move indoors. The Knights of Columbus in New Albany, down on Main Street, East Main Street, will be the weather location. So if you want to come by, even if you're not in the clinic, I know the team would love to know they've got some support out here. You definitely pick up some pickleball pointers, and we encourage you to drop by with a donation as well. If you can't do any of that, givebutter.com. Again, givebutter, B-U-T-T-E-R.com, slash I-U underscore pickleball. Givebutter.com slash IU underscore pickleball. Timber, great to connect with you. This radio show was the conduit for that. Excited to have you in New Albany, and we'll talk more this weekend, but I wish you the very best at the uh, national tournament. We really appreciate it, and we, uh, we're looking forward to coming down. Yeah, it should be a lot of fun. Timber Tucker with the IU Pickleball Club with us here in this opening segment of the program. Still ahead, Dylan Wallace. He'll join us in segment two on IU Penn State football and the start of the exhibition uh, series, or I should say couple games for IU basketball that begins this Sunday against Indianapolis. And then later in the show, Kyle Neddenrip of the Indianapolis Star on high school football, basketball, recruiting, and more. Thornton's text line is open. Open 502-414-1450. Again, 502-414-1450. Get a text in. Love to get your questions and comments. We'll get them on the air. We'll head to a commercial break and come back with Dylan. Still ahead, Kyle Neddenrip of the Indianapolis Star. Stay with us. You're listening to a Friday edition of the Hoosier Report with Matt Dennison. Callister's Deli. We're back on the Hoosier Report with Matt Dennison. What's one missing for all the small schools who never had a chance to get here? Join Matt Daly at 11 a.m. for complete coverage of the Indiana Hoosiers and sports from a Southern Indiana perspective. What's one for Coach? Who got us here? Here's Matt Dennison. All right, we're back on this Friday program. Dylan Wallace going to join us here in just a moment to talk IU basketball and IU football. The Thornton's text line open, 502-414-1450. Again, 502-414-1450. McKenzie Mbako, we've got a little more information on that after his incident late Saturday night, early Sunday morning at a Taco Bell in Bloomington. The incident did result, we can now confirm from the Bloomington Police Department in a misdemeanor trespassing charge from the Monroe County Prosecutor's Office. So uh, I think that normally 
results in a fine, perhaps some community service, could be some sort of diversion program, but uh, that is typically what to expect for some sort of minor charge like that. Regardless, it's not a good look heading into the uh, weekend of your first exhibition game when all the focus should be on the game and on the team and on the excitement surrounding the upcoming season. Mike Woodson did say just a little earlier today in a Friday morning press availability that the situation will be handled internally and that Mbako will be playing in Indiana's exhibition games, including the game against Indianapolis at 1 p.m. on this Sunday. So that's where things stand with McKenzie Mbako. It doesn't appear that it's going to affect his court time. I think Coach Woodson even also mentioned uh, that he's been practicing as well this week. So uh, interesting to see that he's moving Mbako through the situation and says it's going to be handled internally. Dylan Wallace with us on Fridays to talk IU basketball and football and more. And what do you think? Mbako, it seems like he, other than maybe some internal stuff, is going to get through this. Okay, Dylan. Well, I think it's a good thing for him Dylan, as you think ahead to the season, I think that any IU basketball fan, whether you're a season ticket holder and you read stuff every day about the team or you're just a casual resident of the state of Indiana that loves the Hoosiers and wants all their sports teams to do well, I think everybody understands McKenzie Mbako as somebody that could and should have a big season for the Hoosiers. It's hard to see any path to real success, NCAA tournament, Big Ten success, a run in the postseason without Mbako playing a big role on this team. Thank you. 
co-host, my guest. We're talking IU basketball here on this Friday show. Take Mbako and some of the key names out. Who are you most excited to see in Sunday's exhibition game? Maybe a player that you have thought about a lot in the offseason as far as what their role might look like or someone that if Indiana's going to get to the level that fans obviously hope they do, it's going to need to be a solid player, play a big role on this team. Who is that player you're most intrigued to see Sunday? I think I'm intrigued by TJ basketball um let's flip to football for a moment iu penn state man i don't know what to think or say about this indiana football team it's a tough game it's a good penn state team coming off a loss to ohio state Uh, they will be hungry indiana with lots of issues i don't know any other more kind way to say it what do you see in the football game on saturday dylan how ugly maybe could it get I think it gets pretty ugly. Penn State has dropped 60 a couple times this season on some teams, but uh, I would not be shocked if they get pretty close up there against Indiana in the 40s, 50s. Uh, I hope it doesn't get to 60 for Penn State. I was trying to do that. You know, they obviously struggled offensively last week against Ohio State, so they might be trying to get to a get right game here against Indiana before, you know, they, they have to play for Michigan down the road or something like that. So I think it gets pretty ugly. Um, you know, if you're Indiana, you just got to try to. into the next few games against Michigan State and Purdue and Illinois and Wisconsin, you know, four teams that, you know, you think could be on the maybe the same level as you. I think Romania is probably a little run below all of them, unfortunately. But, um, you know, you also take something out of this game that can make you build on against those four teams because they are beatable, even though it doesn't seem like beat anybody else in this conference. I mean, those four teams are beatable. Um, you just try to get some kind of thing, positive thing to take away from those teams, and it's going to be a pretty Pretty good crowd last year for the Hoosiers, uh, which is just disappointing. And uh, who knows if it'll be one quarterback the entire game again. Um, 
football normally loses a little luster when this weekend or exhibition games arrive. But given how the season has went, I, I think you're right. I think the bottom is going to fall out as far as fan interest or at least serious fan interest that still exists here in the middle part, really the latter part of October now. Dylan Wallace, final topic for you today. Derek Queen, key target for IU in the class of 2024. There were reports earlier in the week that a decision, an announcement might come sometime today. Those reports were uh, waved back by Queen. It sounds like he is nearing the, a decision, but it doesn't sound like it's going to come today. I still don't have any good feel for Indiana's chances or if Maryland truly is the leader. It seems a little muddy right now here in these final days of Derek Queen's recruitment. sports editor of the Seymour Tribune. He's with us Fridays. We talk IU basketball, football, and more. Dylan, always great to catch up. Uh, good stuff, and it means we're headed into the weekend, so enjoy the exhibition on Sunday. Yeah, sounds good. Thank you. All right, Dylan Wallace with us Fridays on our show. Texter said, Matt, who is your player your key, you, you will key in on Sunday? I think I would go with Anthony Walker, the transfer coming in from Miami. I'm just really curious as a guy that's had the basketball experiences that he's had, of course, at Miami, uh, you know, what he could maybe add to this team and exactly what his role on this team is going to be like. And I know that it's just an exhibition game and things will change over the course of the season, but I do think he could be a key six-man type player perhaps. I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see. So I would say him, but I would also agree with Dylan. C.J. Gunn is someone that I'm – very interested uh, as well to uh, know a little bit more about and see what may, perhaps he could do uh, this season. One other note, I wanted to pass along Indiana with a scholarship offer 
yesterday to a key player in the uh, uh, his name is J- Josen Sanon and he is uh, in the 2025 class so a top 15 prospect he's ranked number 13th uh, in the two, 2025 class, according to 247 Sports. So Indiana's still out there recruiting in some of the younger classes. Texter says, um, if Derek Queen doesn't come, then who? And that's a good question. Uh, we asked Alex Bozich yesterday in the 2024 class, is there a backup plan or is there another target that we just haven't focused in on as much as McNeely and Fland and, of course, now Queen and I really don't think that there is. However, we know recruiting changes. We think back to late commitments like Tamar Bates and others that Mike Woodson has been able to get. Uh, who knows exactly how things play out, but you've got this thing nowadays called the transfer portal. And uh, so if you don't have a big class, you maybe have a big transfer portal class based on your needs. And sometimes, uh, even with a big recruiting class, the way things work and players departing and injuries and other things, uh, you end up with a big transfer transfer portal class uh, regardless. So that is a good question. In 2024, is there anybody else out there with a scholarship offer? Is there anybody else out there that Indiana is still watching and tracking? Or is Queen the last possibility to add someone, at least for now, in the class of 2024? My guess is if Queen doesn't commit, if Queen doesn't come to Indiana, it may be something that plays out in the high school season or even after. I think Indiana definitely has another player in the 2024 class through the traditional recruiting process for sure. We'll head to a commercial break. We're back with Kyle Neddenrip of the Indianapolis Star. We'll talk high school football and maybe some basketball recruiting with him. Stay with us. This is the Hoosier Report with Matt Dennison. We're back on the Hoosier Report with Matt Dennison. You know, a basketball hero around here is treated like a god. Join Matt Daly at 11 a.m. for complete coverage of the Indiana Hoosiers and sports from a Southern Indiana perspective. You know, most people would kill to be treated like a god just for a few moments. Here's Matt Dennison. And we're back on this Friday program. Thornton's text line is open, 502-414-1450. Again, 502-414-1450. Texter says, will the Sunday basketball game be televised? Yes, this is one of, I think, three games over the course of the season that will appear on Big Ten Network Plus, which requires an extra subscription. So I guess as far as your basic package, your YouTube TV, whatever you might have, Probably not on that, definitely not on that, but you can get it for $9.95 for the month with Big Ten Network Plus. And I think if you get it for October and the Sunday game, you can utilize it for the second exhibition and also one non-conference game in November. So you can get it for two months. You're out 20 bucks, but you can catch basically three events, two preseason games and uh, one non-conference regular season game as well. Kyle Neddenrip of the Indianapolis Star, he's with us on Fridays. High school football taking a big step forward tonight across the state, Kyle. Uh, sectional semifinals in all sectionals, and we've got 
four local teams remaining here, and I think we've got a hope of Providence at 10 and 0 in the regular season and Floyd Central at 8 and 1 moving into the semifinal tonight. I think we've got a hope and a feel that maybe both of those teams could compete for sectional hardware, maybe win sectional hardware. But any thoughts on those two teams as you look at how things stack up across the state? Yeah, I mean, I think both of them, like you said, have a good opportunity uh, to advance from, you know, from a statewide perspective. You know, I, well, we have four numbers, three matchups tonight. We have another uh, three versus four matchup tonight. So, you know, while those are great games, you know, I got a little riled up and wrote something about, you know, why are we doing it this way? I don't know, to me, it would make sense to take a trial run and, and see, football, see what it looks like. It is a very interesting point, and after we talked about some of the local teams, Floyd Central and Providence, namely, I was going to ask you about some of the better matchups in the state tonight, and I do know there are some big-time games in your area.
to sectional semifinals tonight, championship games next week, and then, of course, it's on to the regional semi-state and eventually the state finals. Fall sports also moving along in volleyball this weekend. It's time for semi-state action in Providence here from our area. Kyle, once again, they're a challenger. They look to have success and get back to a state championship game. Yeah, but overall, I think uh, from a draft perspective, it's really having a great year. Uh, you look at uh, you know, the power level, some of the TV ratings, obviously the Big Ten is still up all the time, but I think that's trickling down to the high school level. Too. We, we always upgrade our high school volleyball in the state. You know, the, the look back at the Buckingham program, and you know, I have a talented players that have come out of that program, and uh, we were kind of a huddle of the game there, I think. Kyle Nedenrip, the Indianapolis Star, with us Fridays. Kyle, enjoy football tonight and a busy weekend of sports. We'll catch up with you next Friday. Okay, thanks, man. All right, Kyle Nedenrip with us to close out the week here on the Hoosier Report. Big football tonight, Floyd Central, Evansville North. Justin Kalen will have the call of that game. 7.30 kickoff on 94.7 FM, one of our sister stations here on the Big X. So tune in for that if you can't make it out to the game. World Series gets started tonight. That should be interesting. Two kind of sleeper teams have made their way to play for the pennant. That's going to be interesting to see. And uh, a big weekend of sports. So we'll catch up on everything Monday. We'll recap IU football. Of course, we'll break down the IU exhibition basketball game against Indianapolis as well. Have a great weekend. We'll be back on Monday. This is the Hoosier Report with Matt Dennison. Matt Dennison.